ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this bonus edition, I want to go back. I want to go back to November 7th, 1991. On that day, first and foremost, that's a day I'll never forget. Um, history was made um, in a weird way. And it's one of those things like you always kind of remember when certain historical events happen. You, you know, you kind of remember like where you were and what you were doing when you saw or heard what it was that happened. Um, but I remember that day like it was yesterday. Again, it was November 7th. 1991. Um, at the time, I was a freshman at South Carolina State University. Uh, I was playing football. We had just finished practice, right? And um, <laughs> we just finished practice. I was coming from the calf. And I was walking with a couple of my teammates. We were walking toward the dorm. And when I got in the dorm, I distinctly remember hearing, hearing somebody say, man, Magic got AIDS. And, of course, they were referring to legendary basketball player Magic. Irvin Magic Johnson of the Los Angeles Lakers. And so I stopped. I remember stopping and I looked back and I can't remember who said it, but I said to whoever said it, I was like, man, don't say that. You, you end up starting some nasty rumor. And I kept walking. And it took me a few minutes to make my way to the third floor of my dorm room. And I distinctly remember when I got upstairs and I turned the corner, I was walking down the hallway and I saw a couple of my teammates that had the doors open to their rooms. And it was, it didn't really dawn on me, but like at that particular time, like everybody was looking kind of sad. I saw at least three guys, right? Three guys. And each of them had the doors open and they just looked sad. And I didn't really make much of it at the time. And then I overheard as I was walking towards my room, I overheard somebody say something else about magic. I just heard the name magic. And I'm like, what's going on with magic? And then I immediately thought, of, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe the guy I heard the other guy mention that stupid rumor about magic having AIDS and, you know, maybe he was believing it too. And so um, it was six o'clock by the time I got to my dorm room. Six o'clock. And this particular day, I turned on the TV because I was going to catch the, the evening news. And I turned on the news. And then at the bottom of the 
screen, it said breaking news. I'm like, and keep in mind, it's 1991. There's no internet. There's no Facebook. There's no Twitter. So, you know, when stuff happened, we got it from TV. We either got it from TV or you got it from the newspaper, right? So I see breaking news, so I stop. Right, <laughs> because if breaking news comes on, you want to know what's happening. You know, did something bad happen or whatever? I mean, it had to be something bad because normally when there's breaking news at that particular time, it was never, I mean, they're not breaking good news. So um, I stopped in my tracks um, to figure out what was going on. And again, I I know nothing at this point. I just know that I had practice, heard somebody say something, and I brushed it off and I just kept going because, again, People would say dumb stuff all the time. So you 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 don't pay stuff attention. I mean, I I I could go on and on about the rumors that I've heard growing up. But anyway, I turn so I I turn the TV up and I see Magic Johnson standing at a press conference. And boom, Magic looks into the camera and says. First of all, let me say good at good after late afternoon. Um, because of uh, the HIV virus that I have attained, uh, I will have to retire from the Lakers uh, today. Um, I just want to make clear, first of all, that I do not have the AIDS disease, because I know a lot of you I can want to know that, but the uh, HIV virus. Um, my wife is fine. She's negative, so no problem with her. Um, I plan on going on, living for a long time, bugging you guys like I've always have. So you'll see me around. I plan on being with the Lakers in the league. Hopefully David will have me for a while. Um, and going on with my life. And uh, I guess now I get to enjoy some of the other sides of living that because of the season and uh, the long uh, practices and so on. I just want to say that uh, I'm going to miss playing and uh, I would now become a, a spokesman for the HIV virus because I want people and young people to realize that they can uh, practice safe sex and uh, you know sometimes you're a little naive about it and you think it could never happen to you. Um, you only thought it could happen to, you know, other people and so on and on. And uh, it has happened, but I'm going to deal with it, and my life will go on. And uh, I will be here enjoying the Laker games and uh, all the other NBA games around the country. So life is going to go on for me, and uh, I'm going to be a happy man. Now because I have acquired HIV, I will be retiring from the Lakers. Huh? I was floored. Um, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? You, you, this, this has to be like some kind of joke. Um, he kept talking and, I couldn't get past the fact that he said 
I have AIDS. And I'm like, damn, magic? AIDS? Because you have to keep in mind, at that particular time, in 1991, again, I'm a freshman in college, right? We didn't know, we knew what AIDS was, but this is how I rationalized it. Magic wasn't gay. <laughs> how could this be? How could he have AIDS? He's not gay. Um, I'll be the first to admit that at that particular time, I wasn't a huge fan of Magic because I hated the Lakers. I mean... <laughs> Dr. J was my dude, and then you know, subsequently Michael Jordan. But um, but I, you know, I respected the fact that Magic was a winner. And I mean, he he was LA. He was the Lakers. And um, I always gave him his props because he was a winner. But when he was making this announcement, as I as the shot came down. I'm looking at him and I'm thinking this is the last time that I will ever see him alive because he's going to die of AIDS. And so I figured that HIV would eventually become AIDS and he'd be dead in two years. That's how I rationalized. That's how we all thought. Um, well, it's been 30 years and Magic Johnson probably is as healthy as he's ever been. I mean, I'm not his physician, but um, but he's still here. Uh, but that particular day, man, was crazy because word spread like wildfire. I don't know who else was watching the news. I saw it and I couldn't pull myself away from the TV to go tell somebody. So I waited until the press conference was over. And I, and again, this is national TV. This is like CBS. This ain't SportsCenter because I ain't have ESPN <laughs> in my dorm. Um, but uh, yeah, we were, I, I was just floored. Like I remember walking out of the room and walking back down the hallway. And I remember seeing dudes crying. I mean, like snot crying like you just lost a family member crying big muscle muscle bound dudes my teammates hurt because they thought this dude was dead like he they thought it was over and i mean like as the word you know spread around our campus um you know naturally you you think about your own vulnerability um you know one of the things that magic said in his press conference that you know if anybody, if if I can get it, anybody can get it. And while he did not get into, into the specifics as to how he acquired the virus, um, he, uh, I, I want to say the doctor spoke on it, but, um, you know, he just, he constantly talked about, you know, practicing safe sex, which, I mean, you know, <laughs> we're on a college campus, you know what I mean? So... <laughs> I'll let you fill in the blanks as to what you think happens on a college campus when it comes to safe sex. But, um, you know, we, we all thought about our, our vulnerability at the time. Um, and I'll be honest at the time, I knew very little about H HIV AIDS. Um, 
I did know that it was a virus that would eventually turn to AIDS and you die. And to be honest, most of the people that I, that I can't say that I knew cause I didn't know a lot of people that had HIV, but the people that were portrayed on TV and, and rumors and hood and stuff like that, it was people that were gay or at worst case, you, you were intravenous drug user, meaning like you shoot, you, 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 you would shoot up drugs and use needles, sharing needles with, you know, someone else who had um, HIV or AIDS. Um, that's all I knew. So you just didn't want to catch it, you know, and in 1991, we were very ignorant about how you could get AIDS. I mean, you know that you can get it through sex, but, you know, there's a lot of people and myself included that thought maybe you could get it from touching somebody. And I had to educate myself, but, um, at that particular time in 1991, November 7th, 1991, Magic Johnson was the only person that I knew that had HIV. I didn't know anybody else that had it. I'd heard about people having it, but not anybody. I mean, he, Magic was the closest person to me that had it, and Magic wasn't close. It wasn't like we was boys. But, you know, I just knew that day that would be the last time that I saw him, and the next time I, I'd see him, he'd be frail and sickly looking. You know, I remember seeing the movie Philadelphia with uh, Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks. And I remember how, you know, how that movie played out and you just saw the sickness just kind of take over. And that's, those images were what kind of played in our head um, that particular day. Like this last time we're going to see Irvin Magic Johnson alive or healthy or vibrant or splashing that million dollar smile like he would on the bas on the basketball court. Um I will say this much. Magic's announcement made me become more knowledgeable about HIV AIDS. Um I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I ran to the library and, you know, um started doing research because I didn't, but I wanted to educate myself as much as I could uh, with the resources that we had. Cause again, there's no internet. So you got to look in books and stuff like that. And honestly, there wasn't a lot of publications that had stuff readily available for you to research. So you had to kind of do it on your own. Now, subsequently after his announcement, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of information that came out. Um, and I learned as much as I could. Um, and honestly, I tried to educate those around me, but to be honest, you know, when you're a young man, you know, in the world trying to figure things out, you know, we kind of hold on to, um, what it is that we're doing and what, what our thought process is. And, you know, if your thought process was that, you know, somebody who had HIV AIDS was gay, you don't want them around you. It was, you know very homophobic. Uh, I mentioned on this podcast before about how homophobic we were in the nineties and how just personally I moved away from that as I, as I grew older and educated myself, but a lot of people didn't. Right. Um, but I wasn't raised to be pet prejudiced toward anybody. Uh, I wasn't raised to be homophobic or anything like that. I was raised to be accepting because I know, 
the struggle that we had as a people, as black people. Uh, I'm black, <laughs> for those of you who don't know. <laughs> um, the struggle that we've had. So it's like, you know, I, I wouldn't want that, you know, on anybody. So I wasn't raised like that. But um, I just tried to see people for who they were. Uh, it didn't matter to me who they fell in love with or who they slept with. That's, you know, that's their prerogative and their decision. And I'm okay with that. It's none of my business. And, you know, my thing was we were taught to love regardless. Um, and then over a period of time, I learned that AIDS wasn't something that you could quote unquote catch. Um, Magic's announcement helped me do all of this. And I think you know, for a lot of people, we became more aware and more self-aware about, you know, what HIV AIDS was and what it was going to be, uh, particularly with, you know, the people that we would come in contact with in life. Because as you move about, you know, throughout this world, you were going to the reality was you're going to come in contact with people who had HIV and AIDS. I mean, that's just the that's just what it was. Um, so, again, I educated myself. And I hoped and prayed that magic would be okay. Fast forward to, what was it? Um, 2007. Fast forward to 2007. I got a chance to meet Magic Johnson. Uh, it was on the set of TNT's Inside the NBA. At that time, uh, Magic was working on on Inside the NBA with Ernie Johnson, Charles Barkley, and Kenny Smith. Uh, there was no Shaq. Shaq obviously was playing. <laughs> um, no, Shaq wasn't even playing. Shaq was in college. What am I talking about? So, so for you young people, this was Magic was there before Shaq got there, long before Shaq got there. But anyway, um, Magic transitioned from you know his his playing his playing career. Because uh, he did retire that particular day. And if you're familiar with history, Magic came back. Uh, he went on to play with the uh, 92 Olympic Dream Team and then made a, a run back as a coach, excuse me, as a player uh, in 1994, I believe, and then subsequently retired. And he coached the Lakers for a little bit. And he he was um, he had a late night talk show that lasted like a month and a half, <laughs> like a month and a half. It was bad. But I mean, he was trying, you know, he was doing different things. Uh, but anyway. 2007, I get a chance to meet Magic uh, on the set of uh, Inside the NBA. Um, my wife was working at TNT at the time, and um, she hooked something up. I don't even know how we – I can't even tell you how it happened, but uh, we got a chance to visit the set and then kick it in the green room with with uh, with them. And um, got a chance to meet the late, great Craig Sager. Um, shout out to Sager. Real, real funny dude. Real good dude, too. Um, he cussed a lot. <laughs> but real cool. Um, but, yeah, it was cool, man, because, like, once we got past the set and we went into the green room, it was just me, Sharice, I think two other people, Ernie, Charles, and Magic, and Kenny in the green room. Just And in the green room, they have these TVs and stuff set up. So you can watch the game, but you can also watch stuff that's on other programs or what have you like that. Um, but, you know, they were in the green room and they stayed back there until it was time for them to go on the air. Right. And so 
you know, naturally you're sitting there, you strike up a conversation. So we struck up a conversation. I can't even remember what we talked about. Um, but I found Magic Johnson to be um very engaging, just as cool as he was on the basketball court. Um, very warm, very friendly. Uh and we didn't have a long conversation, but I was just impressed with the conversation and just impressed with who he was. Um, I really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, I wanted to thank him for educating me about HIV AIDS because he did without even trying. I wanted to thank him for what he did for the HIV AIDS movement because it was he key. He was the face of it. I wanted to tell him how much I respected him as a player at, on the Los Angeles Lakers. And no matter how much I hate, I hated that squad. Showtime was, those Showtime Lakers was, were, you know, some of the best teams that basketball has ever seen. Um, I wanted to tell him about how I felt that particular day that I thought, you know, that might be the last time that I would see him. But it wasn't. Um, I didn't want to tell him. I didn't want to be, you know, overbearing or be too deep. But I, I wanted to tell him how much of a fan that I became of his that day. Um, I don't know if it's because I thought we were going to lose him or what. But I just, I gained a lot of respect for him. And I wanted to tell him, hey, I wasn't a fan before, but you know, you got a fan in me now. Um, I just wanted to tell him, thank you for all that you've done, because he did so much. Um, because he did. And that particular day, November 7th, 1991, Magic Johnson was the only person that I knew that had HIV AIDS. Fast forward to 2007. I knew people that passed away from HIV AIDS, family members, people that I went to school with. And it wasn't just, you know, the person that did this or the person that did that or whatever. It's people that I never met, people, you know, that you'd hear about. This country, this world, we lost millions of people from HIV AIDS, but magic helped the movement. He helped, you know, talk about safe sex. He's, he helped in so many ways. And I wanted to thank him for all of that. Um, while there's no cure for HIV, obviously Magic is someone who has lived 30 years now with HIV AIDS. Well, excuse me, with HIV because he hasn't contracted AIDS. He's had HIV for 30 years. And I mean, we thought that day he was going to die, but he didn't. I mean, we really thought that was it for him. I wanted to thank him for opening my eyes about the disease, opening my eyes about loving people, opening my eyes about homosexuality, all of that, because all of that became part of my research, part of my development as a young man. And I wanted to thank him for just being ex being an example for millions of people across the world. But I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to thank him to do all of that. 
he was getting ready to go back on set because it was about to be halftime. And in parting, the only thing I could say was, hey, Magic, you take care of yourself. And he looked at me and he said, I will definitely do that. And he has. And trust me, we're a whole lot better from it. That's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.